0: Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 107. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I am Chris Biden. And we're here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest in the world of Apple news. We're here to answer your questions about how do you operate this thing called the Mac. Also talking about the iPhone and all of its competitors and all Apple goodness almost all the time. And the Apple iPad. And, oh yeah, that thing too. (laughs) Chris, man, I missed you last week, my friend. I know, man. This this new job, I've, I've you know, I got
1: things going on and a bunch of parts moving, and you know, so sometimes something's got to give. And unfortunately, uh, that's the show sometimes. So now, I, I I deeply apologize.
0: Oh, don't worry about it. We did, we did miss you, uh, but we are, we are just grateful that you have found a place of gainful employment and things are going well there. You were just showing me uh, some video work that you've been working on for for ample and. You also showed uh, off some of the skills that you have with ScreenFlow, which is amazing, by the way.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, I've, I've kind of made ScreenFlow bend to its will. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I've broken it quite a few times. That
0: is awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I have been working for uh, the last oh, three days now straight, uh, avoiding just about any other contact with human beings, with the exception of my wife and kids. Uh, to to really crank out some online training videos that I've recorded o- over mm. the course of the last couple of weeks doing some webinars, I have completed... I have an amazing uh, Adobe Audition 101 video training series completely finished from beginning to end. It's in four 30-minute segments. Amazing stuff. i just very excited about it. I am halfway complete with a video training tutorial product on WordPress for podcasters. Sweet, get this, I did a webinar, and in a two-hour webinar, and I finished early, in a two-hour webinar, I took a person who had absolutely no domain name, no hosting account, we went Mm -hmm. to Bluehost, set both of those up, installed WordPress, uh, configured permalinks, Did a category structure, we configured it for podcasting, installed all the plugins necessary, burned the feed burner feeds, uh, updated the theme, and configured um, everything for the uh, podcasting RSS feeds to go to iTunes, submitted the podcast to iTunes, had a sample up podcast uploaded, installed, and his site was completely ready with instructions on how to post new episodes all in under two hours! Wow, I, yeah. I've
1: never heard. Of, I've never heard of Bluehost. I'm on their. I'm on their site right now. They've got a lot of stuff included for the
0: price. Oh, dude, Bluehost.com. If I if I didn't have 14 different websites on, uh, and and all this other stuff installed on GoDaddy, I'd move to Go, Bluehost in a. I mean, in a millisecond.
1: You should move and become an affiliate.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Maybe I should look into their affiliate. I, I sign up a lot of people on on Bluehost all the time. Yeah, Might as well. But I'm, well, I'm telling you, you if know. if anybody's out there you're thinking about doing a podcast, get in touch with me. I, I I have this video training tutorial. I mean, it you literally could follow it and and pretty much be up and running uh, just by following step by step. At least with Bluehost, anyway.
1: That's awesome, man. Yeah, the Adobe Audition is one of those programs. that used to be. Uh, cool edit
0: back in the day. Yeah, cool edit pro.
1: Um, that, that is one of those programs I really wish they would port over to to the Mac.
0: If but. they would port, if they ported Adobe Audition to the Mac, I'd be a Mac only person.
1: Yeah, see, I'm, I'm getting to the point now, while I, I, I use ScreenFlow all the time, I, I do think I need something a little more than that. And, and right now, I'm really kind of, there's some motion graphics stuff that I want to get into. And right now, I'm really kind of looking at both, you know, at, at uh, the pros and cons of each of, of everything that Adobe makes, you know, after effects and premiere pro and, and all that stuff and sound booth and everything, um, versus final cut studio. And I'm still leaning towards final cut studio one because it's about $500 cheaper. And, uh, two, I already understand the workflow for that. So I don't know. I'm, uh, if, if you've got, if people have an opinion,
0: you know, let us know do you know a student who can get the student discount the, the only difference with that no well <clears throat> i know
1: an apple employee you can give me the apple employee discount well there you go, so you go and it makes out. it it makes it half price makes well, it 500 bucks so go for that man sad so that's what i'm thinking yeah i, I really want to like get an emotion and you know sound sound uh the soundtrack is what apple has uh, Yeah, the new version soundtrack is pretty good um <laughs> You know, it's not it's not nearly as full featured as Adobe Audition, but right. it's getting there. So yeah, um, but the, yeah so uh, so good, things should,
0: are good, man. Things are good. Yeah, things Things are good. Uh, Excellent. I, I'm glad to hear that things are good, going good for you in the business end. Things are good, good here on the business end. How are things though? in the apple front i mean are things good there did you hear by the way did you i know you missed last week but did you happen to catch my rebuttal or is it rebuttal not my rebuttal but my um my backtracking on the on my feelings on the ipad no are you
1: back are are, are you part of the the ipad camp now
0: no i'm not a part of the ipad camp but uh the the title of last week's episode is the ipad's not so bad
1: Because, I think it'll be I think it'll be an important product.
0: Yeah, I I'm not I don't gonna, think it's going to
1: be an Apple TV. I
0: won't I won't I won't rehash it, but all I'll say is is that before I was coming at the Apple tablet or the Apple iPad as a tablet computer. No, it's this not. is not a tablet computer. No, it's an appliance. I won't even call it appliance. I will say this is, I I say that the Apple iPad is not so bad if you look at it as an ebook reader with tons of extra features
1: yeah i could yeah i i I would say that i I think it's an internet device because Uh,
0: i was interested in a kindle and mm -hmm. and the the original kindle when it first came out was very expensive not the the ipad's not too much more expensive than that and that thing became wildly popular and and and, and, and and it's it not a whole lot off. more than the the I the uh, I mean Kindle now, and look at how much more it can do. So when you look at it that yeah. way, that's what I like about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you can play games on it, and let's let's be honest, periodicals, you know, magazines and stuff aren't that they, they don't translate that way well to the Kindle. I've 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 held a Kindle, I've used it, great for books, not so good to read the paper and stuff. And I really think that's where the iPad is going to be awesome because you know if if Wired magazine came out with you know. I pay ten dollars a year for a subscription to Wired, yeah. right? If I could, I would pay ten or maybe fifteen bucks a year, maybe even more, maybe nineteen ninety five a year. If I can get a periodical version of Wired that's way more interactive, you know, I can I can read the articles like like I could in the, in the magazine, but I could watch a video about this or about that, and you know, I'm I'm looking forward to that kind of stuff. And if that if that comes to fruition, like everybody says it's going to be, then I might want an iPad. Right now, I'm not. Right now, I want a new iPhone. I, you know, the iPad is cool, but give me a new i, give me, give me iPhone four uh, yeah. right now. So, but uh, yeah, uh, let's get into some news. Um, yeah, let's I don't talk about you, it. I don't know if you know this or not, but Macworld starts today.
0: Oh wow, uh, that, that, about- that's the that's the conference that Apple abandoned.
1: Exactly. Every year, it used to be in the beginning of January, and everybody get all pumped because Steve would come on stage and you know release things like the iPhone and. And, you know, the iPad could have been released here. They, they did an event a few weeks ago, or two or three weeks ago for the iPad. Yeah, Macworld Expo starts today, and I, I'm not really, I really don't care. Yeah? It's not like I used to, you know, I, I'm sure there's some cool products that are going to be announced. You know, a lot of little indie studios and stuff like to announce things there, and uh, we'll probably see some interesting accessories and stuff like that, but not, I'm not, I'm not, a Yeah. Not that excited about it.
0: Well, to tell you how excited I am, this was the first I heard of it. So yeah, I mean, Apple doesn't even have a booth there. (laughs) I mean, I I think I may have heard, you know, MacBreak Weekly talking about it several months ago. That you know is you know what is what are they going to do over at this conference without Apple being there?
1: Yeah, it's pretty hard to have a Mac World without Apple's presence. So
0: I'm interesting. I'll be interested to see how it turns out. What you know, because I listen to MacBreak Weekly eh, not every week anymore, but. I I listen to it from time to time when there's big Apple news happening. And so since there's this conference, I'll probably grab the most recent episode right after that just to see what the fanboys are saying.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't want to pimp the, the competition show, but now that Merlin Man's back on the show. Oh,
0: is, got is he back on regularly now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, if he's back on, then I'll I'll start listening every week. I, I haven't heard any of the new I episodes. forgot how
1: different that show is when he's on there.
0: Oh, yeah, night, they talk about a, about night Max and day difference. Ten,
1: they talk about Max for about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, I know. I, I, it's the Merlin Man show. It's the Merlin and Leo show. Which, which is fine with me. Which is fine with me. I love a Merlin and Leo show with a little Mac in there exactly
1: but yeah so macworld yeah big deal
0: i like um, twit when uh jason calacanis is on there too I, I am a jason calacanis fan i am too i like him he's got Myrla a little man and jason calacanis
1: uh, Man's not a calacanis fan but anyway yeah it's uh, funny th- yeah <laughs> the next story i got is is hulu
0: coming to the ipad now that's interesting my friend yeah uh, that, uh, this- that is interesting <laughs> so According are they going to do html5 is that what they're going to do
1: yeah, according to Tuck Crunch, an industry leader or insider has revealed that Hulu is already working on an iPad version of the site, which will be ready to launch in the time the iPad is released in March. Uh, this will take the form of a dedicated app or a mobile version of the site coded in HTML5 rather than Flash. Uh, TechNote Note uh, notes that putting Hulu on the iPad boils down to a business decision, not a technical one, because unlike YouTube, which had to re-encode a bunch of their stuff for iPhone, Back in two thousand seven, uh, Hulu's videos are already encoded in H two dot six four. Uh, it's only the Flash encoded portions of Hulu that have to change, uh, and that's the wrapper for the video and its controls and the and the ads.
0: Well, if they so. become if they become iPad compatible, does that not automatically mean that it will also be iPhone compatible and
1: Android compatible? Yes, At
0: that is the, that's awesome
1: yeah if hulu does
0: that that would be awesome dude that would be amazing that would i mean that would be and and who needs to not i mean sure the ipad would be nice because you have a bigger screen but man if i could sit there and and just watch episodes of tv shows that i've missed or i want to go back and see on hulu on my phone oh dude that is awesome i'm loving it
1: it makes me wish that cincinnati was more of a um a uh What's,
0: what's the word I'm looking for?
1: You, you know how like in Chicago and San Francisco and everything, you can take the train in this into the city? Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So you could ride, you, you have a commute.
1: Exactly. Yeah. If it was more of a commuter town where I could, you know, where I could go down the street, hop on the train and then just sit there and veg out. Oh, man, it'd be so awesome.
0: Well, I'll tell you, you know? what, Chris, just pretend that you have that long commute and wake up an hour earlier and just and <laughs> just watch it dude
1: <laughs> well I, I, have a, I have a commute but i'm actually driving oh yeah okay that's good yeah, so i heard a commuter
0: know, I, train it's coming to uh cincinnati have you heard that yeah light rail system Some is coming. light rail i haven't i haven't heard but the you, details all, all i heard was light rail coming to the tri-state news at 11 and of course i yeah, never watch i never watch the news so that, that's the I most i've heard it, about it
1: <laughs> i I would make it up this way but if it did i would definitely be one that, that would take it because yeah it would be awesome man i i'm all about public transit there we go know, the, In a city that embraces it, you know Cincinnati. It's kind of an afterthought. You know, people who just don't have cars. You know, Um, but you know, big cities like San Francisco and stuff. Everybody takes the train or the L or in Chicago or whatever. You know, I mean, it's just that's how you get around. Especially you know, New York subway, same thing.
0: Man, that's I want. I'd worry about getting my AdPod, my i my AdPod, whatever the thing's called, the the feminine hygiene product from Apple. I'm just worried about that thing getting stolen on the subway, I guess, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, but you know, you can, you got the, you got the iPhone, you can kind of grab onto it, man. But
1: boy, somebody wants the iPad,
0: they're going to grab it and they're going to run. It's the problem with the white headphones. Uh, yeah, well,
1: I've heard stories about people getting jumped just because they have white headphones on. Yeah. So
0: so, but hey, anyway. I, I have a question for you or, or a comment for you. I, I, yeah. I, I'm I thinking that uh, you were right two episodes back and I maybe was a little hasty uh, about my, my feelings about Flash. I, I just want to say that I'm thinking that HTML5 is the way to go and Google announced that they mm. are dropping support for IE6 this year.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much when when the biggest web portal in the world decides to drop support for something.
0: Uh huh. Pe- people take notice. <laughs> I- IE six, good night, and it, and it pretty much ridden, and, it, and it pretty much says, and this is for like, I mean, it's not like you can't search Google, uh, but it's going to be you won't be able to use Google Docs and and some of the other uh, features. And and Steven says March first. I am excited. That is exciting news, and the reason why is they needed they want to pr- reprogram it to. To take some of the features and functionality of this thing called HTML5,
1: you know what I've switched YouTube to HTML5. I've switched to Vimeo to HTML5, and the, the reason I, I've done it is that as of right now, Flash support on the on on Mac is abysmal. It really, really slows the system down. Yeah. So well, uh, well, here's the I've noticed I've noticed way better performance. You know, r- watching YouTube and stuff like that in HTML5.
0: Well, get this: if they switch um ustream to html5 which by the way has to be coming right I yeah mean, there's, there's no reason
1: why not i mean it, it, they have to here's the thing they've got to be doing it already for the ustream app on the iphone
0: yeah they already got the h.264 happening yeah so they just need to change the wrapper and so right. so basically uh very soon as soon as ustream makes uh an embeddable html5 code for my site you better believe we're going over. And then, of course, uh, Chat Tango. Is it possible... Now, I don't know very much about HTML5 yet. Is it possible to take, you know, what is currently our Flash program, the chat room, the Chat Tango? Is it possible to create that in HTML5? I
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I've used an HTML5 painting program, so... Yeah, so, it, so
0: so basically, they can do widgets and, and, and chat. Oh, sure. And, so is, and is they it, can
1: well think about it, Cliff. They, they they can do that now if you go to uh, Mebo.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, Mebo is that HTML five? It's all JavaScript, but oh, okay. It yeah. I mean,
0: you know, well, I don't want it. To, I don't want it to be JavaScript because a lot of a lot of people turn off JavaScript. So I, I want it to be in HTML five.
1: Well, I mean, I, the, the same kind of things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: So that, uh, yeah. yeah, if that happens, and, and what I'm saying though is two, two episodes ago, I, I told you, I don't see the, I don't see the death of Flash for, for years coming. But you know what? When, when Google, as soon as, as soon as we had that episode, like later in the day, I got the email from Google and it's like, okay, if Google is announcing the death of Flash, guess what? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 I can see that, you know, I can see once Google makes the switch and it starts rippling, you got, you know, of course Google is also YouTube, but you got YouTube, you got all the Google apps, they're all dropping support for IE6 eventually and they're all going to move away from Flash. That's going to get Ustream to move away from Flash. That's going to get all these other Flash developers to move away from Flash. They're going to start going to open standards, HTML5. I'm, I'm saying probably within the next year to two years, I, sh- I should be able to move all of the stuff that I have in Flash away from Flash into HTML5, and that's a whole lot sooner than what I said two weeks ago. So I just want to say you were right, and I was wrong on that. <laughs> I I'm not, that. I'm not afraid to say it, and I just wanted to, I, I'm, I'm and I want to say I'm excited about it. I'm excited yeah, about people ha- with their IE6 browsers going to Google, and Google saying, I'm sorry, this site's just not going to work on your lousy little browser. Will you please update this?
1: You know what? And I'll give people a link to download Chrome.
0: <laughs> exactly. They will. They will. Which, Just by the way, I'm, I'm liking Chrome on the PC because it's got the extensions. But I have not been – Does the, I don't see that Google Chrome on the Mac has extensions yet.
1: No, you've got to do some, some hackery to do it. Now, I've done it, and I really like the extensions. Yeah. I can't wait until they're officially – like, I'm using the Google Voice extension. Oh, man, it's awesome. Oh, there's a Google Voice extension? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that deal? If you get a new SMS message or anything like that, it pops up in the little notifier and you click on it. You can When you click on it, you can call a number, uh, uh, SMS. It's it's hot.
0: I wish they'd make Google Chrome for the iPhone. That'd, yeah. be, aw- that'd be awesome. <laughs> they
1: could. Well, speaking of iPhone and all that stuff, and, and you're, you're going to talk more about uh, Google Buzz um, at 10 o'clock on yeah. uh, Social Media Serenity. But uh, both Google Buzz and Google Voice are out now as web apps uh, that work on the iPhone and Android and all that stuff. And um, using HTML5 uh, and Google uh, Google Buzz, if you guys don't know, we'll, I'll just touch on it real quick, was a new social media communications uh, thing that came out today. Uh, it, it, the app it is kind of like um, a mix between Twitter and Google Wave where you can post status updates and media and has ongoing conversation. Uh, but it's really cool. Uh, because the app is really, really fast, really, really nice. You know, you puts, it puts an icon on your, on your uh, desktop just, and Google voice does too. Uh, but they're both using, you know, HTML five and this is the way Google was able to do the end around, especially on Google voice on Apple by just making it a website and it works really, really well.
0: Well, it, it does. Uh, and it's not too bad, but the thing is, is it can't be, you know, it, it still suffers from the same problem that it's not an app you can leave up and running. You know, oh no! It is, uh, that, and that—that's an—that's an Apple flaw on my, in my f- opinion.
1: Well, the thing is, though, anytime I get an SMS message or or anything like that, it pushes that right to my um my Gmail account, yeah, which n- notifies me. And it's actually we did a test of uh, someone sent me an SMS and someone sent me an SMS through Google Voice, and it, it came right about the same
0: time. So I'm just now <laughs> signing in to Buzz on the iPhone. I have I, I I've looked at it in Gmail. I have not looked at it on here. Now, um, we are going to talk a lot about this in this week's episode of Social Media Serenity. So for those of you who are right now listening to help, I got a Mac. uh, Let me just tell you what episode number that's going to be. So look for, go to socialmediaserenity.com. Look for episode number 28. And uh, that's where you're going to see us talking about uh, Google Buzz. All righty. So, yeah, I'm actually I'm looking at Google Buzz on the iPhone. You know, it it still has the look of a it, I mean, it still looks very Google-ish. You know, obviously as it should, but uh I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, moving along, what do we what else do we have here? Oh, let me go back to my news. You like have all these tabs open up. Opera Mini browser or something?
1: Yeah, uh, Opera Mini uh, might be coming to the iPhone opera yes remember those guys they have a, they have a web browser too
0: these they, uh, these guys just they keep on punching don't they they're in weird little
1: spots you know they're in the the uh, nintendo wii and then the ds and stuff but yeah uh, the opera so- opera software announced on uh, yesterday that they're going to offer a sneak peek of their opera mini web browser for the iphone during the mobile world congress uh 2010 which i think is in barcelona And uh, several features of the Mac-based Opera will be included, like tabs, speed dial, password manager, and some of that compression stuff. And um, before you assume that Apple will deny the browser because of mobile mobile Safari, uh, there are several browsers in the App Store already, including Perfect Browser 3, Full Browser, and the Mercury Web Browser. But uh, as John Gruber noted from Daring Fireball, the browsers that are in the store uh, use the system version of WebKit. So they're actually just accessing WebKit, putting their own little touches on it. So we'll see. I, I I really don't think Opera will come to the iPhone. Opera Opera Mini is kind of a garbage browser, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I'm not excited about Opera at all. I I, I just thought it was interesting, that's all. It is interesting. I it, I mean, I guess the, is that just going to be an app you get in the App Store?
1: I would assume so, yeah. Okay.
0: Very cool. Alright, so uh, let's see here. We do have some audio feedback, and, and of course I don't think we have an answer to this, but we have a question about the iPad. Let me just see what John has to say.
1: This is John from Dallas, Texas, calling for your help I got a Mac show. Got a question about the iPad
0: and how Apple is going to handle updates for the iPad. Are they going to handle it like the iPhone and give you free updates, or are they going to handle it like the um, iPad Touch and charge
1: you for all the fir- for all the firmware updates? And software
0: updates. Just wanted to know. Thanks. Oh, wow. All right. So, uh, yeah, good question. Um, Historically, the iPhone users, all of us iPhone users, have got free updates anytime there's new software uh, for the OS. However, iPad or not iPod users have had to pay a fee to be able to what is it 10 15 bucks or something
1: yeah yeah to, to up, update my, my only thought is though is that they change the way accounting um has been changed in the iphone i mean i i honestly wouldn't be surprised for them to come out and say oh, we're gonna charge you 10 bucks for you know 4.0 or something on the iphone you mean yeah, not. I wouldn't be upset about that, to be quite honest with no.
0: you. It, 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 I mean, it's worth it, but um, I uh, yeah, I I guess I, I don't think I'd be upset. Matter of fact, I'd love to roll my iPhone three G back to the OS prior to the when the three Gs came out because it's it's been it's it's dog slow right now. I mean, it it's really bad. It's yeah. completely made my GPS inoperable. It, it it's really bad.
1: I have a uh, I downloaded a game called Glider and it's it's unplayable on my phone. Yep, cuz it's too slow.
0: Anyway, hey, uh, we have two questions and then we'll kind of wrap things up here. We've got an email that came from Keith and El- I guess it's Elgin. He says, "Question for the next help I got a Mac. As you know, I've been a Mac user for about a year and an iPhone app developer." Uh, he says, I want to go grab the latest iPhone SDK so I can start playing around and get new extensions for the new iPad. By the way, I really want two of them. Uh, let's see here. But the new version of Xcode and the iPhone OS needs OS X or operating system 6.10.6.2 or later. In other words, Snow Leopard. I've never had to do more than simple software updates Uh, that have come on my 20 inch imax uh, for the past year so i've never done a full os upgrade what should i do once i purchase snow leopard upgrade how easy is it to upgrade the os what steps should i do take to prepare all right so what do you got for him chris
1: well um make sure you back up everything in your uh user folder if you have the space if if you're able to do that uh, on some kind of external drive and you don't have to but this is just you know a good um idea you know just back up your music and um video and stuff like that and all that stuff stored in your user folder uh when you upgrade snow leopard it actually does an archive and install it um backs up all your old system folders and stuff moves them off to the side puts snow leopard on then moves everything back and migrates it all real nice and neat generally works great every time um even if you lose with snow liberty even if you lose power or something like that it has a recovery mode so you're not completely hosed um i would just say pop the disc in and follow the directions it's actually that
0: easy well there you go keith all right so moving along here uh chris and cliff just keep let's see just sending this out For help, I got a Mac. The question I want to raise is, should anyone buy a first-generation Apple product? My answer is no, especially after seeing what is missing on the iPad. No camera, no multitasking, no flash, still no flash. It's not Uh, going to happen ever. Yeah, and and, (laughs) you know what? I'm not as upset about that now as I was two weeks ago. Anyway, he says, here is one article that mentions other things. I feel my intelligence is insulted whenever Apple debuts a product now because... I know that they know that I know that they are holding out on us, and yet they still expect me to buy their first generation product. The sad thing is that many fanboys will do just that, and they know that, too. Anyways, look forward to hearing your guys' thoughts. Jay, and I think that's uh, Jason Heilman. But anyway... um, I don't you know I I agree. I they I I don't agree with the flash anymore. I I think that we don't need the flash. But I do agree that they are purposely holding out on functionality. Things that they already intend and actually are already they probably already are manufacturing vertu- version 2 of this thing. <sighs> Yeah, I mean... And with with the new functionality that they know that the first... The people who hop right on to Generation 1 are going to go out and buy it, get excited, and they are the same people who soon, the day that version 2 is out, they're going to buy it because of the functionality that they were going to put into the first version. They chose not to because they know that they can double up.
1: You know what, though? Here's the thing. Yeah? Like when I bought my first iPhone... um. I figured 3G was going to be on the way. I figured higher storage was going to be on the way. Better camera, this, that neither? I still bought it. Um right. not because I'm a fanboy, but because, you know, it did what I wanted to do at that time. Yeah. Um
0: that's the question.
1: I don't know. I mean, uh, the iPad I don't know if it will, it will ever have a camera. Oh, it know? will. I, w- I I believe it will. Did you If, if it, it has like, a camera, it's going to be a front-facing one, but think yeah. about how you're think about how you're going to hold the pad the way it is right now. Yeah. Um uh, if you hold that pad they're gonna be looking up your nose. Uh,
0: I, I think. I, you know? th- I, think uh, I
1: think a laptop's more in line, you know, with the way the the screen is upright. The pad is gonna be held like a book, and you know, pe- you're gonna be looking down on people uh, from a camera angle. I, don't, I it, it could still come out. I, I, don't, I don't.
0: I disagree know. with that. I, I think it'll have a camera. And I think that you'll, because I'll be honest with you, I I wish that I could take the, you know, when I'm sitting there with my laptop, that's what's pointing down. It's going to be much easier for me to get a better angle on on an iPad than it does than I would on my i on on my MacBook because my MacBook points up at me, and I and there have literally been times when I do a Skype call. And I will literally have to, you know, get like four or five boxes or books or whatever, prop my my laptop all the way up so that I can get an evil or even or a, yeah, a pointed you're gonna
1: hold, down. You're going to hold your iPad out in front of you like that? Yeah, I think I would.
0: I, I mean, for a quick uh, iChat. And if not, I think that you, they will come out with a, uh, I, I think a third party vendor. Gosh, I could come out with a plastic, I, you know, little... Uh, what do you call it a uh, ipad i can't even get the name down the well, ipad holder that will hold it up yeah. at, at, at a great position on your net on your desk for video conferencing
1: well the built-in or the, the um the uh stand that you can buy for it will do that
0: yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, but the stand will still it, be too low I, i'm talking it, about it, something that'll be built to hold it up high enough for you they've said in the unibody that it, there is a spot for it so yep. i believe it we'll I, I believe it'll be there in version two yeah i i with, with a with a very awesome um, version of iChat, is that what they call that? Mm-hmm. I don't like iChat, by the way, here's, but hopefully they'll have it work yeah, with Skype. I don't, I don't use iChat either. Um, I use ADM. Um, he,
1: here's the thing. you know, uh, Let's be honest. Apple's a company they're in to make money. Yeah. If they, they realize that people will buy two of them in, in two years, then... You know what? There's a reason why their stock is two hundred and some odd dollars a share right now. It's not because it's not because they're your friends. Right.
0: And so (laughs) for for the and and Jason, I I, I would suggest that if that's the way you feel, definitely don't buy a first gen product. Mm -hmm. Uh, But man, I I will tell you that if there's some functionality that I think that would fulfill a need that I have with the iPad version one, then I would go get it. If I didn't think that there was a, if if I didn't feel like there was a need that was met with this product, I would hold off.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's like the 3GS, you know, I, 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 I held off. I, I don't, I do not have a desire to have an iPhone 3GS.
0: I do not have a iPhone 3G. 3 I don't have a 3GS either. Because I didn't feel like the upgrades
1: were, I felt that, like they could probably have put those upgrades in the 3G yep. and they did. And you know, it doesn't make me mad it just makes me go okay you know what the next one's going to be even better
0: so that's right and that's exactly how i felt you know and and of course we both had the original iphones right so
1: yeah i mean for all we know the ipad and you know the 499 version could drop 200 bucks you know like they did with the four gig and the eight gig iphones
0: back in the day who knows randy in the chat room says that apple is good at creating the sensation of having a need you didn't know that you had Oh, of course, I, I think so. But I also think that they they have a good pulse on the needs of people that are there. But people just really don't know that they're there. There's something that, wow, wouldn't it be great if and then all of a sudden they create a product that that blows that need away. It's like, dude, we've got that. You know, there, there there's a there's a product for that, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. All right. Uh, one one last uh, thing here, and then and then we'll wrap. It. Let's see here. Hi, my iMac, Cliff and Chris. My iMac is six months old now. I'm starting to look at backup options. I'm sure you have covered it before, but hoping you could spread, shed a little light on it. Obviously, it's best for it's best to be backed up in two separate places. What are the best options regarding external hard drives, uh, Time Machine, Time Capsule, and also cloud storage, Carbonite, mozi etc i have plenty of music photos video and documents that i want to to be secure and also to be able to access remotely on my iphone hope you can point me in the right directions thanks peter from northern ireland ireland
1: well yeah it is always good to say uh, your stuff's backed up in in two separate places the you know, external drive and then in the cloud somewhere or you know take a drive to your in-law's house or something um as far as Mosey versus Carbonite, um, I've used Carbonite. It, it, it's cheaper than Mosey, I believe. Uh, Mosey, um, Carbonite's like a, a one-time-per-year payment. I think Mosey's every month. Uh, they're both really slow to back up your information. though. It took almost 20 days to back up my stuff to Carbonite when I did it, and then I decided not to keep it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, And that's, and by the way, that that clogs up the pipes quite a bit when you're like doing stuff like live shows and streaming and all that other stuff. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, you can also set it to, you know, do it when your computer's idle. Right. Which okay. takes more time. Um, you might want to look at, if you want to, if, if there's, a, you know, like your music and, and things like that. And ah, Steven, you know, by
0: the way, says that Carbonite has no external drive support. So... And, oh, yeah,
1: it's got to be exactly what's in your, your computer.
0: Yeah, and now Steven does use Mosey, I, I believe, and it does have, you can actually have it back up an external drive as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um...
1: Maybe look at Dropbox if it's if it's not that much stuff you want to you want to save.
0: Well, it sounds like he wants to save a lot. So I, I think I, I don't. I, I think I love. love.
1: Go ahead. Hard drives are cheap. Really, really, really cheap. Right. Um, time capsules not. Right. <laughs> um, I would back things up. You know, use something like Carbon Copy Cloner. Back things up to an external drive. You know, do it twice and then keep one site. There you go. Sim- simple, cheap. you know rotate those drives like every week and then you you know if you do lose something you're only a week off
0: there you go there's some advice for you peter anyway thank you very much everybody out there for listening to the help i got a mac podcast of course this is a plus member only episode and uh, we are grateful and thankful for each and every one of you out there who are gspn.tv plus members you make the gspn world go round for sure Chris, man, it's been a pleasure talking with you again. We'll talk again next week, I guess, for uh, more news related to Apple. And, uh, of course, we'll take your questions. Give us a call, please, with your questions at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Is there anything else you wanted to say, Chris? Uh, happy Valentine's Day. There you go. All right, we'll talk to you all later. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.